Welcome to Scraping the Barrel with Scroche. <laughs> I'm your host, Choop, and Mr. Scroche is back for another episode. It's been a long time, man. We're back, baby. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute, but I'm excited. I'm excited. We're only a, a few weeks away from week one. Oh my gosh, the preseason's already begun. We're already through week one of the preseason. We're it's the weather's getting a little nippier. It's football season. I'm very excited. And I've done a very good job restraining myself. I haven't done a single fantasy mock draft yet. That's shocking. Honestly. Honestly shocking. I probably had a hundred done by this time last year. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're we're gonna be going over a different list, not um not a fantasy player ranking, but a player's ranking. As as we all know, NFL comes out with a list of its top one hundred players voted on by the players. And every year, you know, we get some good, we get some bad, we get some really bad, and we're just gonna go through this and we're going to break down starting from 100 all the way to one and go uh through each list of 10 that we're going to talk about what was good what was bad what was ugly and then we're going to talk about our biggest snubs and our biggest overall reaches and our biggest overall um which players should be higher is what i'm trying to say you yeah. catch my drift good i got you i'm glad you're I'm glad you're here for that, Mr. Scrooge. Um, so we're gonna get started, and we're gonna go over our 100 to 91. Um, so just to break down for those listening on Spotify, uh, the top of 100 to 91 goes like this: 100 is Devontae Smith of the Eagles, 99 is Marcus Lawrence of the Cowboys, 98 is Tristan Wirfs of the Buccaneers, 97 is Harrison Smith of the Vikings. 96 is Trevor Lawrence of the Jaguars. 95 is Jamal Williams of the Saints. 94, Terry McLaurin, Redskins. 93, Eric Kendricks, Chargers. 92, Marlon Humphrey, Ravens. And 91, Devin Cook, Vikings. Or maybe not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. Um, <laughs> before we say what's good or bad, just what stands out among this group for you? Um, I think it's cool to see some newcomers like Devontae Smith making it for the first time. I think this was Jamal Williams' first time making the list as well. He had a phenomenal season for the Lions last year, a lot of touchdowns. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think there's a few guys that really two that stand out to me that are, I think, too low. One, Tristan Wirfs, who for my money is like arguably a top three, he might be even the best right tackle in the NFL, only at 98. Um, I'm sure almost uh, pretty much every other team besides the Bucks would want him on their team and starting on their offensive line. Um, and then I'd probably say Marlon Humphrey, the corner for the Ravens at 92. Um, I think he's probably one of the more underrated corners in the league. I think he could have used to go up about, you know, 10 to 20 spots, um, but still not too bad. And yeah, there are two things that stand out to me. Trevor Lawrence all the way down here after the great season that he had, uh, I can assure you that's probably this is probably the lowest he's ever going to be on the list. Then um, I just think it's funny when they do this, where they have a guy like Delvin Cook on the list, who at the time it was released was a free agent. He just signed with the Jets. You know, okay, yeah, OK, so now he's on the team. But it seems funny to me that a guy that like didn't have a job was ranked as the 91st best player. It does seem like there's a bit of recency bias with I mean, it is the last the top 100 players of the last season. But 
it's definitely uh, people look around the league and I, I, it's news to me that a lot of these players don't know other players. Like um, some guy, I think it was Xavier Howard said he didn't know who Desmond Ritter was. And mm. that, like, so I generally get the feeling that NFL players don't know who each other are. Yeah. And uh, that this Dalvin Cook selection definitely says that. Um, and I agree with all three guys that you said were listed too low. Uh, I have two guys besides Dalvin Cook who I really don't think should be on this list. Uh, Jamal Williams at 95, amazing locker room guy, amazing personality, but he scored a bunch of touchdowns last year because the Lions got to the one-yard line a ton and used him as the goal line plotter. I don't see how you couldn't put just like Damien Harris in that same role and he has the same amount of touchdowns, mm. but it's probably because he's a likable guy. I'm assuming that's why he was included, but it's not as bad as uh, Eric Kendricks at 93. This is a, definitely a recency or a, a bias pick from a guy who was once really good a few years ago. But if you watch the Chargers and their run defense last year, by guy could barely even move anymore at this point in his career. So uh, he's he's a replaceable level star at this point in his career and not a top 100 player. Uh, completely, completely agree. All right. Um now we're going to go to 90 to 81. DeAndre Hopkins, number 90, now in the Titans. Marshawn Lattimore, Saints, 89. 88 is Aiden Hutchinson of the Lions. 87 is Chris Lindstrom of the Falcons. 86 is Justin Fields of the Bears. 85 is Laramie Tunzel of the Texans. 84 is Darius Smith of the Browns. 83 is Teron Armstead of the Dolphins. 82 is Tua Tagovailoa of the Dolphins. And 81 is Christian Wilkins, also of the Dolphins. <laughs> What's Santa here? Uh, the Dolphins, maybe. Uh, no, I mean, I think overall thoughts, no love for the big boys, um, which kind of always makes me upset because, like, there's, like, Chris Lindstrom with the Falcons uh, guard, uh, Teron Armstead, very good tackle for the Dolphins, Larry McTunsell, arguably the best left tackle in the league. Like, these are very good players, very important players to their respective teams. They're going to be really important for their teams this year. And to be in the 80s, I just feel like doesn't give them enough love for, for what they bring to a team. Um the other thing that stands out here is the quarterbacks, obviously. Uh, I really – this is, I think, probably the – this and something else we're going to talk about is the biggest grievance I have. How the hell – number one is Justin Fields on this list, and number two is he ranked above Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think Fields can be good, but, uh, you know, if you told me this that he gets to 86 after this upcoming year, I would absolutely believe you, but – I mean, besides his rushing ability, which was good, was fantastic, but I don't know, to put him above what Lawrence did, um, and, you know, same thing, having Tua all the way up here on this list, Tua was fantastic when he was healthy. Again, I don't know what these guys take into account when they make these lists, but, yeah, those are the two quarterbacks here where I was just like, really? I don't know. Above Trevor Lawrence, I I didn't really get that. Uh, That was my biggest grievance as well. I think actually – Having Fields on this list is not a bad inclusion. He's probably one of the most superb athletes we have in the league right now. Yeah. But to put him above Trevor Lawrence is the part that is bothersome. Other than that, I look at this section of the list. I don't really have too much of a problem. Um, you can make a case that Marshawn Lattimore has fallen off of his once elite play. Uh, they had he, he had an elite season a couple of years ago. Hasn't really lived up to it since. But you know, corners are very volatile anyway. Um, o- overall, I like the list, and I guess 
biggest uh, snub for me would be Laramie Tunzel, who I think is a top 50 player. Yeah, Christian Wilkins could also use to be, I think, a bit higher. Um, and good for Aiden Hutchinson. I think he deserved to make the list, and I think this is a good spot for him at 88. Absolutely. Big boy's not getting luck, man. Big boy's no, not really getting luck. Unfortunate. Yes. All right, let's move on to 80 to 71. So we got Mark Andrews of the Ravens at 80. Drake Greenlaw of the 49ers at 79. Talanoa Hufanga of the 49ers at 78. Geno Smith, Seahawks, 77. Tariq Woolen of the Seahawks at 76. Trey Hendrickson of the Bengals at 75. Garrett Wilson of the Jets, 74. Buda Baker of the Cardinals, 73. Lamar Jackson, 72 for Ravens. And DeForest Buckner, 71 Colts. What stands out here? I mean, I think the big name that stands out was is Geno Smith, uh, who was nowhere near this list prior to this last season. And it kind of does show the recency bias. However, I think the way they filled this list out is ba- not only just based on this last season, but also like looking forward to this next one. And I think Geno has earned this spot. Um, it makes it's very funny to me that he's like right below Lamar Jackson because you really wouldn't think of those same guys really in the same stratosphere of NFL quarterbacks. Um, but that definitely stands out. A couple rookies here, uh, Tariq Woolen getting up, very good season for him, lots of turnovers, and Garrett Wilson for the Jets, very great rookie season as well. So good to see the rookies getting some love. Um, you want to talk about you were talking about before, like this kind of being a popularity contest in a way. Telenova yeah. Funga at 78 for the 49ers, I think is probably one of the most underrated, unheard of stars in the NFL. Very, very good safety. He's been a good safety for a couple of years now for the Niners. Um, and this was, I feel like, the first time he really got that, like, recognition on something like this. Uh, and he, I think, can only rise up this list in the future. Yeah, and that's part of what my grievance is with this section. You got Hufanga and Buda Baker, who are two very elite playmakers in the secondary. And then you get Tariq Woolen at 76, who, listen, mm. a fantastic rookie season. And everyone's in love with his size. Um, and everyone's thinking Seahawks corner next Richard Sherman. So the hype is kind of too much, a little too much. He's had, he had a really good rookie year. He's not on the level of the rest of the guy, guys on this list, at least not yet. Like, right. Same thing you said with Fields before. You give him another year, and uh, I think Woolen could be up there, but it's it's too early to put him like in the same category as these proven veterans. Uh, you know, it's like different with like guy like Garrett Wilson, who who had a phenomenal rookie year, won and already won a rookie of the year award. That's mm-hmm. that's that's kind of how I see the difference there. Uh, and one other thing to point out, you did. Uh, Lamar Jackson, some people might look at this list and think, how are Lamar and Geno so similar? But I don't mind all too much having Lamar all the way down here due to, you know, some struggles with his passing game that he's had in the first few years Mm. uh, or in recent few years and his ability or inability to stay healthy. I think this is an appropriate ranking until he can prove that he can be like a long-term player a long-term starter if he's, you know, if he can avoid those injuries. Right. Yep. Well said. Yeah. So moving on to 70 to 61. We, at number 70, we got Joey Boza, uh, 
for the Chargers. Number 69, Matt Milano, Bills. 68, Zach Martin, Cowboys. 67, Amon Ross St. Brown of the Lions. 66, Jared Goff of the Lions. 65, Darius Slay of the Eagles. 64, Aaron Jones, Packers. 63, Garrett, Grady Jarrett, Falcons. 62, Bobby Wagner of the Seahawks. And 61, Debo Samuel of the 49ers. This section might be the section I have the most problems with. So I have a lot to get to. So yeah, I want to hear what you No, I, I was actually going to say, this one is the most where there's like five guys where I'm sitting here like, how are they this low? And the other five, I'm like, how are they this high? Um, I think <laughs> this is really where you start to get into like, oh, this is kind of just a popularity contest because like there is no reason that you would put Debo Samuel after this last year as the 61st best player in the NFL. Um Again, I think it's tough for us not to take into consideration like injuries and everything, but like Debo has really had like one really good year. And other than that, he's been like kind of more of a gadget guy for the Niners. Um, I think there's a lot of receivers I would rather have than him on my team. Uh, case in point, number 67, Alan Ross St. Brown, who I do think is just a better receiver than Debo at this point. Um, I think kind of same argument goes to Bobby Wagner. Um, I think he had a fine season last year, but I don't think enough to be considered the 62nd best player in the league. Um, and I, I think the other guy that really stands out is Joey Bosa, who I like, I don't think anyone would deny his talent in general and his pedigree, but he really just, I mean, a lot of it has to do with health, but I think a lot of guys think of the name and they see the name Joey Bosa and they think, Oh, he's this great player, but he really hasn't shown it that much in the league. A lot of that again, has to do with health, but to me, when you're ranking players like that, availability is really important here. Um, on the other side, guys that stand out that I think should be higher. Uh, Matt Milano, very, very underrated. Same kind of thing with Hufanga. Not a guy that's, I think, totally well-known in this league, but like I think he's better than Bobby Wagner. Um, and then Zach Martin, the best guard in the league by far, 68. Again, no love for the big guys. Um, and then one final one, Darius Slay, uh, who I think is one of the better corners in the league. Corners were also kind of ranked lower, but like in this next 10, we're going to get to Trayvon Diggs is ranked above Darius Slay. That's pretty close, but I don't know. I, I think that's kind of a toss up. And so I feel like Slay could have been a little bit higher. Huh. So I find it very interesting that you let off Debo Samuel. Um, and I actually, he was not one of the players that had a problem with it at all either way. Oh. Um, having him at 61, I think is appropriate. I just like Fields. Samuel is one of the more electric players. And when he did have that really fine season, he made some amazing plays that other guys in the league weren't making. Hmm. Uh, it just, it's just the fact that Christian McCaffrey came in and stole a lot of those easy touches. True. Um, it doesn't make Deba any less of, of a player. But, yeah, we'll see how he works into the offense this year. And another thing I found funny, you put Joey, you say Joey Boza is too high. I think he's too low. Oh, I think I think he's top 40. Um, and okay. injuries are, are a big part of it. But this is one of the best pass rushers in the NFL when when healthy. Um, and he's a total difference maker for the Chargers when he's on the field. Uh, I think he's too low. And I think Zach Martin is extremely low. Um, yeah. Zach Martin might be my candidate for uh, lowest. Word, like, yeah. Worst placement. Yeah. yeah worst placement. He's. Uh, you can make an argument that Zach Martin is a top 20 player in the league. How oh, yeah. with his model with his model of consistency, um just year after year, uh keep making Dak Prescott look better than he is. Um 
So, but enough about that, Chris. I'm not, I don't want to get too far into that. Uh, two players that I have gripes on this list that haven't even been talked about. Um, Jared Goff has always been a guy to me that does well when everything is right around him. Yeah. And things are right around him right now, but it just doesn't scream like top 100 player vibes, you know, especially being that close to uh, a real talent like Lamar Jackson. It's not saying Goff's not in talent. I'm just saying um, it's, I think the Lions hype is starting like, even as someone who said, I think the Lions might make the Super Bowl, I still yeah. think the hype is starting to get a little, <laughs> it's getting a little, it's going a little too fast. And I'm thinking I might want to get off it, but that's, that's for another day. Uh, Aaron Jones of the Packers at 64. We're really going to find out this year what kind if Aaron Jones is an elite player without having Rodgers by his side. Um, you can already get really any running back that you put next to Rodgers is going to have a good season because the running game just opens up a whole lot more. Uh, so I'm sure he gets a lot of respect around the league, but 64 is definitely too high for my liking. He's very replaceable. Mm. All right. We're almost halfway there. We got 60 through 51. Trayvon Diggs of the Cowboys at 60. Justin Simmons of the Broncos at 59. Jeffrey Simmons of the Titans at 58. Jordan Poyer of the Bills at 57. Dak Prescott of the Cowboys at 56. Tony Pollard of the Cowboys at 55. Brian Burns of the Panthers at 54. Mike Evans of the Bucks, 53. Jonathan Allen of the Redskins at 52. And Aaron Rodgers of the Jets at 51. You said Redskins instead of Commanders. How dare you? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, Don't censor me, Spotify. I'm very sorry. <laughs> Commander. Uh, oh. Uh, besides, besides my uh, blatant mispronunciation, <laughs> misrepresentation of the Washington football team, what stands out? Uh, there's there's like there's some good players here. Uh, some guys that stand out to me. That group of three, sort of at the top of this list, or at least bottom, closer to sixty: J- Justin Simmons, Jeffrey Simmons, Jordan Poyer. Very, very good players. Uh, especially Simmons and Poyer. I would not be surprised to see in the top half of this list after this next year. Another guy that I think you could see make that leap is Brian Burns at 54, one of the best edge rushers in the league. Um, I think 54 sounds about right, but like he's a guy, for example, that I think, you know, similar to Bosa, but I think he's just available way more. He's one of the best pass rushers in the league. Um, I think Dak being that high is fine considering the guys around him. Again, I feel like all the quarterbacks have been ranked pretty okay except for like golf and Dak being above Lamar. I think Lamar was a little too low though. He has been down the last couple seasons, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I think this is fine. And then obviously you have Aaron Rodgers at 51. I think a good placement for Aaron Rodgers. I think last year kind of left a sour taste in people's mouths for Aaron Rodgers. However, I still think he's a top 10 quarterback in this, in this league. Um, and 51, like right in the middle feels that feels good to me. Yeah, nothing like a feel-good story, right? <laughs> um, but, yeah, 51 for Aaron Rodgers seems fine. Um, and, yeah, this this list in general I don't have too many problems with. It's the two Cowboys in the middle that I have the problems with. Um, I, that, my criticism with Dak Prescott is the exact same criticism I give with Jared Goff. I, I think it's the same thing where Prescott excels when everything is right around him. As seen with the decline – well, it's not the offensive line isn't bad, but it wasn't elite like it once was, and Prescott hasn't performed as well. 
right. SC by the fact that he led the NFL in interceptions last year. Um, but obviously the players don't care about that. And there's, they know him because he's Cowboys quarterback. Um, but like, I, I think Prescott's a top 100 player, but I think the 80s like is, is, more, is way more appropriate. And uh, Tony Pollard, phenomenal talent. I think the if we just like switched around the way they rank these running backs, the way they rank these offensive linemen, yeah, I think this is pretty, pretty solid. Like Pollard is, is a great athlete, but it's just we're just seeing over and over again that these guys are replaceable year after year. Um, so I'm expecting big things from Pollard this year. He could even rise up this list. Uh, but yeah, yeah. That's, actually, that's a really good point uh, in terms of the running backs, just like overall. Um, like there's one running back that's way, way too high, in my opinion, further down the list. And like, I, I think it's a good point. Like these guys are good. However, when you think about some of the guys that are below them and the impact that they have, I, I mean, even, even just if you want to make the argument of like, it's just how good they are at their position. I don't know. I, I think when you factor in everything, yeah. Like having a guy like Tony Parr, like, Tony Power probably belongs in like the 80s or 90s on this list of a guy that's like, yeah, he, he's pretty good, but I think there's a few guys that could step in there. Yeah, I think that's a great point. All right. Halfway through, we're going to 50 through 41. And at number 50, we got Cameron Jordan of the Saints. 49, Patrick Sertan of the Broncos. 48, Hassan Reddick of the Eagles. 47, Cooper Cup of the Rams. 46, CJ Mosley of the Jets. 45, Cameron Hayward of the Steelers. 44, Jalen Waddell, Dolphins. 43, Demario Davis of the Saints. 42, you like that, quarterback, Vikings. 41, <laughs> Lane Johnson, Eagles. All right, so now we're getting into the top 50 in the NFL, so this is where things are really getting serious. Um, what stands out for you here? Yeah, there's really – there's two guys here. One that I – well, actually, maybe three. Three guys, two that I think are too low, one that I think is too high. Um, for too high – even as a Jets fan, CJ Mosley being ranked 46 surprised me. He's very good. And he had a really, really good season. I think he's got that name recognition. Um, well, I just think like 46, like in the top 50 players seems a bit high for him for me. DeMario Davis being ranked above him, I think is exactly right. Davis has been really, really good in this league for several years now. Um, and so I think he was a little bit high. The two guys that I think are too low are Patrick Sertan at 49, who, in my opinion, after Sauce Gardner for the Jets, uh, and some might argue he's better, but which, to be honest, for me, it's like 50-50, right? Like you could take either one and I'd be happy. He deserves to be at least in the 20s, maybe even top 20, because he is one of the two best corners in the league, in my opinion. Um and then I think Cooper Cup being that low is a bit surprising. Obviously, he was very injured last year, but before he got injured, he was on a tear. And, you know, everyone talks about Justin Jefferson last year, but Cooper Cup was actually on a better pace last season than he was even the season before when he had that all-time great season. So I think 47, like, I I think he probably belongs more in, like, the 20s or 30s. Um, and, yeah, one other guy that I thought, I was like, wow, it's really weird that he's that high is Cameron Jordan. However, I look back and for six straight seasons, Cameron Jordan has averaged 10 and a half sacks a year. Like he's been the model of consistency in terms of edge rushers, which I feel like is very underrated in this league. So I kind of like him at 50. Uh, yeah, with, with Cameron Jordan, I we're, we're ranking the top 100 players in the NFL right now. And it's not legacy or anything like that. I see 
where Joey Boza was and Cameron Jordan, you swapped them out. I'm I'm perfectly fine with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the Jordan, I mean, the Saints had like a bottom uh, ten pressure rate in the NFL, and um, a lot of that was on Jordan. And he's he's still he's still a force in the in the run game, but he's he's just not the player he once was. Don't think he's top fifty. And I agree with what you said about C.J. Mosley uh, being too high. It's just it just kind of played mediocre football last year. Uh, just don't really see top fifty besides the fact that he's just been a starting linebacker for this long. Um, Cooper Cup uh, behind Jalen Waddle. It's just it's just a little disrespectful to the guy that won the triple crown and Super Bowl MVP just two years ago and was only knocked out. Of, of the season because of a bad pass by a backup quarterback. It, it's just, yeah, it's, it's crazy how quickly they forget about mm-hmm. uh, how good he was. Um, and then I guess I want to bring up, since you didn't really talk about it, like Kirk Cousins at 42. Uh, do you think that is warranted? Do you think that's just right for where he should be? Well, when you look at it in like a vacuum of like he's number 42 that actually makes sense I feel like I would be good with him from like anywhere between 40 to 60 because I think one he's been very good and and like that is true I don't I think I don't think anyone can deny that he has been very good some might see him above Aaron Rodgers and say what the heck um but last year he was better than Aaron Rodgers statistically I do think it's a little bit high but it's not so high where I'm like, oh, that's a ridiculous ranking for Kirk Cousins. So I do think he's just like right on the cusp of like that group of, like, I think there's a group of like two or three really elite guys in the league. Then I think there's like three or four pretty like very good guys in the league, franchise quarterbacks. And then I think Kirk Cousins is like right on that eight, nine, 10 range of quarterbacks. So I don't really have that much of a problem with it. Maybe a little bit too high, but yeah. Yeah. I'm actually happy to hear you talk about that because I think, Cousins has gotten a lot of flack over the last few seasons for, you know, choking in primetime games, which he has, although I, I think a lot of it could be uh, blamed on coaching. Mm. Uh, I mean, play, he's won a playoff game. He's, uh, he's, he's really done everything he could for his team. It's just, I mean, that defense was horrendous last year. But um, Cousins definitely has made the Vikings offense pretty elite the past few seasons. I think it's about right, maybe slightly high, if anything. Uh, but moving on, we're going now to 40 to 31. We got Quinn Williams of the Jets at 40, Jamar Chase of the Bengals at 39, Khalil Mack of the Chargers at 38, Jason Kelsey of the Eagles at 37, Jalen Ramsey of the Dolphins at 36, CMC of the 49ers at 35, CD Lamb of the Cowboys at 34, Matthew Judon of the Patriots at 33, Justin Herbert of the Chargers at 32, and Saquon Barkley. Of the Giants at 31. Now we're really starting to get to the faces of the NFL when, when we go into this list. Uh, I really, I think this tier group of players is pretty accurate, but yeah. uh, I want to hear what you think. I was just going to say, this might be one of the, the most accurate ones we have done so far. Um, two guys I think are a little bit too low are Jamar Chase and Christian McCaffrey. I would have McCaffrey higher, probably in like the teens range, because like we said, like running backs, I think can be a little bit overrated in this list. However, he does so much. And when he's healthy, he is so dynamic that I think he belongs in like that top tier of um, running backs and playmakers in the league. And then I think Jamar Chase at 39 is too low. 
Uh, I would put him more like, honestly, I, I think he could rise up like 10, 15 spots, and I think that would be perfect for him. He's a top five receiver. Way above CD, honestly. Yeah, way yeah. above CD. Yeah, it, just him being above CD. Like, a CD, I don't mind being in the 30s, but if that's the case, then Chase needs to be that high. Um, you know, just I, I think he's a dynamic playmaker. He's done really well. He played really well for them in the playoffs again. Um, yeah, I think the only guy, the guy, I think Cleo Mack is like a little too high. Um, like going back to that last group, we didn't mention Hassan Reddick. I would easily take Hassan Reddick over Cleo Mack right now, heading into this upcoming season. Um, and so like Mack, I think belongs more in that, you know, late forties, early fifties range. And so, I, but like you said, I think everyone else here is pretty accurate. Yeah, I, I like this list a lot. Um, I already aired my grievance about Jamar Chase and C.D. Lamb. They should definitely be switched. Um, Chase is one of the elite receivers in the NFL. Total game changer. I mean, Lamb, Lamb is pretty up there, too. I just think Chase is slightly better. Um, we talked about big guys not getting respect, but Jason Kelsey getting up there at 37. I think that's yeah. a great ranking for him. Um, very good and very surprising that he was put that high, to be honest. Right? I don't even think he made the list last year, which is really which is really odd. But yeah, Kelsey has been the be- one of the best centers in the NFL for a long time. And he'll probably be one of the best centers until he calls it quits. Yeah. Um, the one player I think is too high among this list is Jalen Ramsey. Uh, yeah. Because he's been elite year after year, but he got, there are many times where he got smoked last year. He definitely is coming off a down year. Uh, but I guess players are giving him the benefit of the doubt and maybe saying this is an off year. Uh, and it's a shame because we won't really get to see for a while how he plays um, if he does play all the season. So uh, we're going to move on now. We got three more sections of the list, and we're going to go over our final thoughts. So from 30 to 21, we got Derwin James of the Chargers, Nick Jubb of the Browns at 29, Dexter Lawrence of the Giants at 28, TJ Watt of the Steelers at 27, Jair Alexander of the Packers at 26, Derek Henry of the Titans at 25, Roquan Smith of the Ravens at 24, Rookie Sauce Gardner of the Jets at 23. A.J. Brown of the Eagles at 22. And Austin Eckler of the Chargers at 21. All right, what stands out here? These next 20, I think, are the ones where I have the most, like, not to say gripes, but, like, I feel like some of the ordering for some of these guys is a bit strange. Um, Starting off at the very top, Derwin James, Nick Chubb, Dexter Lawrence. Could even throw T.J. Watt in there. I think all those guys should be higher on this list. I think those are all top 20 players. Chubb, I think, belongs right there with, uh, like, I think you could switch Chubb and Derek Henry. Henry has been so good, but honestly, both of those guys, along with McCaffrey, I think belong in that, like, really upper echelon of running backs. Austin Eckler a little bit outside of that, which is why I'm surprised that he is above Henry and Nick Chubb. Um, Dexter Lawrence... I, he's just such a really good player. 28. Again, it's tough to say you have grapes with these because they are like being ranked in the top 30 of players, but I think Dexter Lawrence could be higher. TJ Watt, I think could deserve to be a little bit higher. And then Derwin James, for me, the best safety in the league, I think could be higher. Um, I like where Sauce Gardner is right now. He was elite last year. 23 feels a bit right. Could drop him a little bit down, uh, you know, and I, I wouldn't have that much of a problem with it. I think it's very interesting though that, the top ranked corner is only 23 on this list. Um, I, I, I think whoever the top ranked corner is should easily be a top 20 player in this league based on how important the position is. Um, and I like Jair Alexander that high, but yeah, I mean, we'll get to this next 10. There's guys in this next 10 that I think should be dropped 
down a little bit for some of these guys in these in this group, but it's tough to have too many gripes when all these guys are being ranked in the top 30 of leagues players. Yeah. Uh, my biggest gripe in terms of too high, it's going to be Austin Eckler at 21. Yeah. Um, and if he's the, I think he's the second ranked running back right now in the NFL. Um, he and he's an absolute, he's a receptions monster and another fun guy to root for. But you talk about, true impact of the game when he's on the field so look at a lot of these guys like the guys you mentioned that 30 to 27 range and other guys i mentioned below it should be higher i just don't think eckler has that same impact um but i don't think he's a bad player by any means i just think maybe like 40s or 50s would be more appropriate for for eckler Mm -hmm. Uh, but on that same token i like where chubb and henry are uh because they're pure runners you know fantasy aside because Chubb, you know, Chubb isn't the, everyone's favorite fantasy player because he doesn't really catch the ball. But as a pure running back, yeah. you don't make many like him nowadays. Uh, and with Kareem Hunt on, he could be in for a huge season. But uh, that's another note. Uh, I think TJ Watt is a top 10 player. I think Ooh, him at wow. top 10 player. I think he's, um, I mean, just look at the impact he had on the Steelers when he didn't play versus when he played last year. This is true. This is true. Good point. And um, and former defensive player to your candidate, it's um, it just kind of hurts to see one guy that was uh, one defensive end that was ranked almost ten spots higher than him that we'll talk about, and like seeing Jair Sander right there, it's um, I think Watt has a tremendous impact on the game that is top ten worthy for me. Other than that, a lot of these guys are pretty deserving. Let's get into that top 20 and we'll start at number 20 with miles garrett of the browns number 19 george kittle of 49ers number 18 minka fitzpatrick of the steelers number 17 max crosby of the raiders 16 stefan diggs the bills 15 fred warren of the 49ers 14 trent williams of the 49ers Devontae adams of the raiders at 13 josh jacobs of the raiders at 12 and aaron donald of the rams at 11 so you say you have some pretty big gripes with this group so let's hear them well, there's I have three people that I think are too high. One that I think is way too high. Two that I think should be a little bit lower, just based on who was in the twenty-one to thirty range. The one before I think is way too high. What? Before you say it, I want to guess. Okay, is, uh, it, is it Josh Jacobs? He's the big one. Yes, he's the very yeah. big. One. Um, Josh Jacobs is not the twelfth best player in the NFL. If no. you're starting a team. You cannot tell me that Josh Jacobs would be the 12th player that t- guys would list as who they would want on their team. Um, no way. He's not even the best <laughs> running back in the league. He had a very good year last year. Very good year. I think if you're talking about best running backs in the league, I think you have McCaffrey one. You know, because of the longevity, you might have Henry two, Chubb three up there. You know, and then you've got like, Saquon, Eckler, and Jacobs, I think kind of in that next year in terms of just how good they are running back, he is not the 12th best player. I don't think – I don't even know if there's much else to say there. I also just think it's funny. Well, I do think the other guy the, – well, I do think the other two deserve to be here. It's funny how bad the Raiders were despite having three top 20 players in the league, according to the players. Um, yep. The other two are Diggs at 16. I think it's a little high for him. Um, I think Diggs is a very good player. I, I, I just, you know, 
this has him ranked as the fourth best receiver in the league. That's not bad. I I, I just I think there's other guys in that twenty to range twenty range, um, including like like even like you said, like I if you had TJ Watt up there at sixteen instead of Stefan Diggs and move Diggs back, I, I would fully take that. Um and then the other guy is George Kittle, who is a very good player. I, I think he has become much more of a solid to good tight end rather than this really amazing tight end he was a few years ago. The other thing that's interesting to me is like, there are not many tight ends on this list period. And so I think it's funny that there's like two in the top 20. Um, I would put more Kittle more in like the 40 to 50 range, to be honest. I, I just, I think he was very good three, four years ago. I think he's gone more into that middle of the top 100 player. Um, but everyone else, I, I mean, is pretty good. The only other guy that I think is kind of getting here on name recognition is Miles Garrett, who I think is a bit higher than he should just because he was a first overall pick and people know him. Um, and then Trent Williams at 14 and Aaron Donald at 11 are the two guys that I would say they have a real argument to be in that top 10. However, I'm not really sure. Obviously, I think there's people that uh, there are some people that would say should be out of that top 10 instead, but I don't really know exactly who they would be at this point. Yeah, that's that's the tough part. Once you start getting up here on this list, it's like, um, you know, just having it's it's just a matter of do these guys deserve the respect that they're getting? And for the most part, besides Josh Jacobs, who is like reigning rushing champion, but like not the 12th best player in the league. No, but all these other all these other guys definitely deserve the respect they get. Even George Kittle, who I don't think he's the 19th best player in the NFL, but in terms of just like pure, just born to play football, yeah, like, I would put George Kittle number one in that category. Yeah, like he's just he's just this, my, he's my spirit animal. Point <laughs> so, um, and he definitely gets a lot of respect around the league for that. Um, I do think Max Crosby is a bit high because I would take but I, mostly because I would take Garrett and TJ Watt ahead of him. Yeah. Probably like in the thirties would be more appropriate. It's not egregious by any means. This, um, it, this Crosby ranking feels more projecting. Like if you told me by the end of this year, he's the 17th best player, I would absolutely believe you because if he has like another really great season and maybe even an even better one this year, but Based on what he's done so far, like you said, I would put him more in that 20 to 30 range rather than being this high. Yeah, and especially after if you watched quarterback and you saw how he mm. pissed off to me Mahomes and yeah. then Mahomes proceeded to lay up the Raiders after that, that also kind of knocks down Crosby on my list a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the the guy who could who could move up most out of these is Trent Williams. Uh just consistency at left tackle year over year. But we already know the big guys aren't getting loved. But sure. for him to be the top offensive lineman in the league, I'd say it's pretty fair. Yeah. Uh, and Aaron Donald, some might say, yeah, he's still top 10, uh, but he did have injuries and retirement rumors this offseason. So I'm not surprised to see he didn't crack top 10, but I think it's still a very, very, very good ranking. So let's go into the top 10. Number 10 is Chris Jones of the Chiefs. Number 9 is Micah Parsons of the Cowboys. Number 8 is Josh Allen of the Bills. Number 7 is Tyreek Hill of the Dolphins. Number 6 is Joe Burrow of the Bengals. And number 5, Travis Kelsey Chiefs. 
Number four, Nick Boza of the 49ers. Number three, Jalen Hurts of the Eagles. Number two, Justin Jefferson of the Vikings. And number one, Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah. So uh, I, I think it's – I don't really see anything egregious here. Uh, but what do you, what stands out most? Uh, doesn't have necessarily be like reaches, but like what player are you most surprised, I guess, by their ascent into this ranking? Oh, uh, ascent up here? I mean – well, I, before the year, I'd probably say Jalen Hurts to be number three. I don't know if I would put him number three, to be honest. I think he's still a top ten just based on what he had given to his team last year and, you know, the leap that he made. Like, he's absolutely in this upper echelon of talented quarterbacks. Um, it's interesting to me. I think some of the quarterbacks are maybe a little bit inflated compared to their counterparts back in, like, the 30s range. Like, I think the last quarterback before we got into this top ten – was uh i think it was justin herbert at 32 and so Correct. i think it's, you go from 32 to 8 for the next quarterback in josh allen i don't i, I think the reality is i would probably just move herbert up a little because i don't know if any of these quarterbacks deserve to be out of the top 10 necessarily um the only guy that i think besides hurts maybe a little too high is tyree kill um very good receiver i think top five wide receiver in this league was very good with Tua last year but Seventh best, I'm not entirely sure. Um, very happy to see Nick Bosa getting love. That dude is just a beast, one of the most consistent edge rushers, one of the most feared edge rushers in the league. Um, and then obviously, like Patrick Mahomes at one, he's gonna stay there for a while. You know, I don't really think that's gonna change that much unless someone has a really MVP type season in a year where Mahomes isn't quite that good. Um and I think a lot of people were surprised with Jefferson being two. However, I don't really know who you'd put above him. Maybe Bosa, you know, as going above Jefferson, but he has just been so, 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 so good in the early part of his career. He's far and away the best wide receiver in the league. Um, and he's done it with, like, he's done it with Kirk Cousins, who is a very good quarterback, but you know, not one of the elite guys like I think some other wide receivers have had in the early parts of their career. Case point, maybe even look, you point out like Tyreek Hill with Mahomes, you know. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, overall, I think a pretty good top 10. I think so too. And I didn't really have any gripes with this list. So that's why I brought up the ascent part. I right. think it's incredible to see Jalen Hurts here at, at number three when it wasn't even like, it was literally before the season where people were talking about, yeah, but can he throw the ball? Yeah. Like, well, it was a whole thing with the Eagles having their two first round picks. They were saying, well, they could, the, you know, it, they would be in a position to trade up for a quarterback if they, and move on from Jalen Hurts. And so seeing him do what he did last season and get to this high is, is really awesome to see. Yeah, that, and you mentioned Tyreek Hill being too high, but did, did a lot of people really think that he was going to have the season that he had without Patrick Mahomes? I think people were expecting a huge drop-off in production, and yet he has an uptick. Um, and credit to Mike, Mike McDaniel and his offense, but yeah, Tyreek Hill is absolutely electrifying when he plays, so I don't mind where he's ranked. Um, if if anyone I would have higher, I mean, it, again, it's hard to really squeeze you know some of these guys here and there, yeah. but if if I if you put like Hertz at five and then you put Micah Parsons at four and Boza at three, I think that would this top ten would be perfect. 
Uh, Micah Parsons is such a game wrecker. Oh my uh, god! But it's it, again, it's just like he's number nine already, so he's getting the respect he deserves. Um, and then obviously, number one with Patrick Mahomes. It's crazy to think that he hasn't been number one yet. Um, if I'm correct, but he's uh, he 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 will be up there. He should be up there at least for the next five, ten years, unless Joe Burrow unseats him. That would be the only scenario I see that happening. Yeah, or like if Allen has like, or even if Allen and or Hertz have like a really phenomenal year this year, I could see that. But I mean, just the year Mahomes had winning the Super Bowl again, yeah, he's the he's the standard in the league. Mm-hmm. All right, so that casts off the top 100, but there are many players that we didn't talk about. Um, so I'm going to ask you for three players, if you could pick three players who were left off this list that you think should definitely be on there. Okay. Um, let's start with one that I think a lot of people will bring up, which is DK Metcalf. Um, I think there are receivers on here that are very much in the same category as DK Metcalf. And so I think he's like right there. I actually think he was ranked like 101 when they did it. And they said like, he was like 101, or like very, very close to it uh, regardless. But like, that was just to make him feel good. <laughs> I mean, I, I would put him up there. Um, I think in terms of running backs, I think I, it was very weird because this is voted on by the players, but like Alvin Kamara, I think should absolutely be in that same conversation with a lot of these running backs. And so I think people were looking at, you know, him, everything going on, uh, you know, off the field and everything, uh, you know, with him, but uh, still, he he's one of the more talented running backs in the league. And then I'll throw a weird name out there, and I'll throw out Joel Betonio, uh, who is one of the best guards in the league, right up there in terms of, like, best just interior offensive line. We said the big guys haven't gotten any love. He's on the Cleveland Browns. He's so, 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 so good at what he does. I think it's really just because he's a guard that people are like, yeah, nah, <laughs> yeah, we're not going to put him in that top 100. So. Those are three that stood out to me as like, oh, it's very weird that he wasn't on this list. Yeah, uh, good love for the for the big puppies up there. Uh, there's multiple big puppies that I think should be here. Um, and we already talked about how the O-line haven't gotten love. So I'm going to start with the defensive lineman first, um, or edge rusher, whatever you want to call him, Von Miller. When Von Miller was on the field last year, he was dynamic. He he got he got hurt so he got hurt so he wasn't the same but um, yeah the defense basically fell apart after he got hurt I think he's got such a huge, huge impact literally swap him with Cam Jordan and like I would not not bad an eye honestly mm. um, and then these three offensive tackles uh, should have made it to this list but we know they don't like offensive line but. Andrew Thomas not being on the list. Oh, that's actually that's a great one. He should be on here. Absolutely. He should definitely be on there. Christian Darasaw is not a name that most people know, but he's yeah. the Vikings blindside protector. And Very good. He had a phenomenal season. And Panay Sewell with the Lions, although the Lions do make noise, Sewell more than likely be on the list next year. Yeah. And then lastly, um, centers obviously don't really get much love, but once Kelsey retires, Creed Humphrey will probably take over as that consensus best center mm, in the NFL. Sure. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I, I mean, to kind of like piggyback off of this, I think overall, like our thoughts are we're the big guys. Like we said that from the beginning, and I think it's true that there's so many good, like 
I think the NFL has a problem with offensive line depth, maybe, but the really good guys are like insanely good and they're insanely important to their teams. And like I just went back up to the top of the list and I'm counting out like uh like Jamal Williams should not be on here. I don't think Dalvin Cook should be on this list right now. Um I don't think Justin Fields should be on this list right now, right? I I think there's other guys that deserve to be above him. Um and like that's three guys that in my opinion you could easily replace with three of the linemen that we mentioned. Uh and like it, it would be totally fine with me. Yeah. Uh, and just for some context, if if you haven't really followed this list before, uh, I really don't think this list is as bad as previous years. Uh, you yeah. go back to 2018, after the Vikings made the NFC Championship, Case Keenum, they ranked him 51st in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. yeah. The following year, they put Jimmy Garoppolo all the way at number 43. Um, that yeah. was in 2020. Um, like, years and years ago, they had Chris Ivory, as like the 78th best player and like if you don't know who that is at this point then i really don't blame you no Uh, it's very it's like i think the other thing with it is uh, like i think it's organized very weirdly because it's supposed to be like based off last season but it's also like projecting like i think it's advertised as the top 100 guys heading into this next year and if that's true like there's so many guys that in terms of projection like would not be as high as they are like geno smith probably wouldn't be on this list just because He's going to be good, but he's not going to be top 100 good in this league. And so, yeah, I, I think the way it's presented is also very weird. Um, but I agree. I think overall, th- this was this was pretty good this year. Yeah, not as bad, which is disappointing because I love making fun of stuff. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, NFL season is coming up soon. So there will be lots of uh, banter to, to go around. Um, super, Indeed. super excited. Um, so... Thank you for joining me today, Scratch. This was Scraping the Barrel. Um, <laughs> your newly titled, newly titled show um, follows on Spotify at the SSBC, Shoop Sports Broadcast Channel, YouTube us at Shoop Sports, um, and follow us all NFL season. We'll have plenty of content. But in the meantime, I'm Shoop. I'm Christian. <laughs> I didn't know you were <laughs> waiting for me to say something. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shoot. That's that's how we're ending it. Now. That's it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he is he is indeed Christian, and yeah. we will we will see you soon. Bye. Bye.